0: I want to
1: grow up, cause maybe if I did Why so
0: serious? All the toys, all the time I am the it's game, it's still getting trying to play, good. You know the rules, this isn't a toy But we bought it at the toy store
1: We did, but the way I'm using it makes it an adult
0: thing Are you ready to play the game? Yeah! Well, welcome to the Toy Department with matt Kolsky and derek madden yeah yeah it is friday it is toy department time uh, finally uh, i'm derek madden mm-hmm. he's matt Kolsky. i think we have this episode together uh we've had some technology issues uh but we're we're here and we're ready to go sort of right
1: no i mean i think i think we're fully ready to go why would <laughs> we not be ready to go
0: <laughs> that's a great question. For one, uh we're um uh for one, it's the morning after pro jam, so I don't know that I'm ready to anyway. Um but for two, there's a, a transcript of this happening on the particular device we're looking at. So uh, oh yeah I'm gonna be yeah. really distracted by the, the script of us talking that's gonna be posted as uh, as we're actually doing this. It's like popping up in front of you? Yeah. Weird. Yep. <laughs> so like as you say that I, I can see a type it's like popping up in front of you yes weird yes um all right so we have um that would trick me out i'm not gonna stuff. lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is, it's pretty trippy um, but i guess we should get into four episodes challenge right do we do sure, yeah do we start at the beginning
1: I think we start at the beginning is the most, you know, reasonable and organic way to do this. And the beginning for me is the note that Dusty left bananas.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, that feels like a, a million years ago.
1: But remember it? It's like, just in case I never see you again, like your mentorship has meant so much to me. This guy, I mean, listen, I think you and I are as challenged, super fanny as it gets, really. Um and I feel like even if I met Tori, who I think would make me the most uh, butterflyy, I I would I would hold it together better than this guy is with Johnny Bananas.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of who the who the challenger that would like make me the most nervous to meet is. That's a that's a hard question. It would probably have to be. Well, I mean, it'd probably be one of the ones I thought was really hot, right? That would probably be right. Like, what, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd be like Jamie, <laughs> Ch- Jamie, Ch-
1: Jamie Chung. Um, I, listen, I, I, I think in particular with the guys like Wes and bananas, like the move is definitely to play it cool, right? Like 100%. chill out, bro. Um, <laughs> he, he was a lot, I guess he is no longer with us, but that's, that's for later discussion. Um, that episode that first episode which is all the way back on august 20th um that's the amanda that
0: i know <laughs> like I have have nine balls for amanda was objectively funny
1: <laughs> that was hilarious and by the way like she deserved it not only for her typical amanda messiness around the house but also like during that daily challenge she was dropping game pieces and screwing her team over.
0: Yeah, as she is wont to do, and, and uh, completely, she's always exactly. unapologetic for when she's like when she completely screws up a challenge. Right, totally
1: unapologetically dropping the ball, literally and figuratively, for her team. Um, but that I I have to say, and this this is across all four episodes, I have been really delighted in general by the daily challenges
0: in in the in this series yeah they've been good they've been good i think not i think the eliminations have been good too like uh, it's it's been a strong season for challenge construction
1: yeah and, and like there've been some really good opportunities for clever strategic plays in these challenges and one of the really good examples i think was johnny and Tori just dropping their pieces and playing defense and and winning it for i guess it was the blue team at that point um and like protecting their whole team by not winning the chat you know what i mean like yeah, that kind of stuff up, always makes so it more interesting mad. to me <laughs> so mad so, that's so like many people, people being mad <laughs> That is really a theme, I think, in particular of the Challenge USA. Not that people don't get mad on the regular challenge. People always get mad over stuff they should know is going to happen. But in particular, I think these people coming from Big Brother and Survivor somehow sometimes get to feeling like this is supposed to just be... Your
0: sports or something Yeah it's like uh, You know not to jump ahead but you know Like Tiffany You know freaking out before Elimination you know and Fessy Being like hey this is not Big Brother like there's Still there's still more game left You know um, right I think sometimes they sort of Forget that it is a different Thing you know what I mean um, and, yeah. and,
1: and look and Working and, in general and Wes,
0: think stuff Personally Always
1: and it's hilarious to have there was like a a great, you know, production cut of like all the green team people complaining, being hilariously salty about the way it went down. And then finally, Wes, who was like, it was brilliant. In fact, I was the inventor of this move over a decade ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wes has been so good for this season. Uh I'm I'm glad that the game has somewhat tilted into a position that is is easier for him to survive. And and I do think that the complexity of these challenges uh, and the openings for strategy has been what has allowed the vets to coalesce onto this blue team, um, thus ensuring their or not ensuring maybe is the wrong word, but just increasing their chances of survival when it looked like they were about to all be picked off one by one.
1: Well yeah, they played it well. When they got their opportunities, they made their moves and they, they created a voting block. And we'll get to that because I wanna there's a couple more things I wanna stick with from the last that first episode. Um Josh going just full Josh during deliberation.
0: Yep, two Josh explosions I put down. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and and, and, and then we got two. And he bullied the rookies into, like, following his instructions, basically. It was beautiful. Like, <laughs> Josh going full Josh actually worked.
0: Yep. Yeah. Maybe he's harnessing his
1: Maybe he is. Poor Chanel is sitting there. Like desperately trying to hold on to that like giant female alliance that we immediately said, like, that's never going to be able to hold. (laughs) She's like, no, you guys. And they're like, well, he makes some good points. (laughs) (laughs) And Michelle just like voted with him. It was unbelievable. Um, And Amanda dropping the. Well, I don't have to worry because I'm safe. And then getting the nine votes was was priceless.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Michelle clearly is playing all sides, so she's trying. Uh, um, and and the last two notes I
1: had, um, well, first of all, a great double elimination because a real bruiser that was fun. But the last two notes I had were, um, well, in broader context, this note which says Michaela voting Wesson is so goofy, um which it was just a really weird goofy move. And I feel like that looking back now that I've seen what the rest of these four episodes, it was like the first hint that she was starting to lose it Mm -hmm. because she is way out there now. Um, And then I, my, my final note with all, you know uh, with all due disrespect is that Amanda did really hang in there in a tough physical battle. And so respect to her for that.
0: (laughs) Well, Define hanging in.
1: (laughs) She literally hung on for dear life, but like,
0: hard, but she got thrown
1: around like a rag doll. Yeah. She got her butt kicked, but she didn't quit. No, she did not quit.
0: That is correct. That is correct. So, um, you know, she's still a challenger at the end of the day. Yeah. As you know, as, you know, as, as her as she is, she's, she's still a vet. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, um second
1: episode the race with the puzzle checkpoints i thought was great like again sort of a mini final type of thing awesome daily challenge um pretty pretty good strategy by west to say like you know once we get a lead screw the puzzles um and that got it done for his team Um. Who still hates him. <laughs> who still hated him at that point, for sure. Um, also, uh, how about my girl, Tori, with the brilliant organized chaos strategy that shook up the entire house? Not known I, for I, her strategy. Come on. I, great politics.
0: I, I feel like you're giving her a lot of credit here. I mean, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but it seemed like that was just as much. Operation Chaos was just as much bananas and fessy as it was, Tori.
1: Well, kind of. Bananas ended up going off script and voting for Fessy. <laughs> it was Tory's idea originally, man. Check the tapes. Was,
0: okay, I'll have to go back and check, check as, the tapes. As, as, as TJ does, check, check the tapes. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> um do you feel like Cassidy is taking a lot of ownership over the blue team? Like, I understand that she was, like, the original captain, but, like, the team hardly has any of the original members anymore.
1: I I understand her point of view, but I also agree with you. <laughs> like, I like, assembled I get this it. team as superstars. It's like, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I would also, like, if I was her, that's what I would say. Yeah. Team, <laughs> team, Team
0: Kolsky i drafted <laughs> you know right i'm I'm the Lebron of this operation <laughs> yeah god damn it um
1: but of course you're right that it's not quite the team she built i will say she impressed me in that elimination those cages are tough business yeah and she beat someone that Only after the elimination, I thought to myself, maybe has too much respect in this game. And I I do remember her doing well early in the original Challenge USA, but also like, I don't know, Cassidy kind of smashed her and maybe she's getting too much respect. I don't know what she's done really to deserve it.
0: Yeah, I suppose I suppose that's fair. I mean I you know, that was one of those eliminations that was just a little tricky, I think, too. Like uh, Yeah, that's true. You know, those happen. Uh
1: but props to and Cassidy. she definitely Yeah, yeah, good win for Cassidy. And Alyssa L definitely has like a body mass disadvantage in flipping a cage around. So
0: um Yeah, I mean look a lot you know. of Alyssa L's strengths, I would say are political, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, she's as a as a human being is a little slighter than a lot of the, a lot of the girls in this competition, right? So I think she's gonna be yep. at somewhat of a physical disadvantage in, in certain situations, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um okay, so the third episode. <laughs> Dusty after not even having to do an elimination, going so hard at everybody, knowing nothing about how it went down, was Again, a little much. Like, Dusty just needs a. What's that thing they have in NASCAR that, like, caps the speed or whatever? Um, A regulator?
0: restrictor plate? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Dusty needs a restrictor plate. Um, (laughs) I think he was doing, like, he was. I don't know if cosplay is the right word. You know what I mean? But, like, he's a challenge. I don't know, man. He's like, I'm going to do my challenge. You know, maybe uh, blow up uh, right. That, that, he might have just been be... in uh,
1: that. I, I wouldn't rule that out, but I don't know. It read pretty angry to me.
0: It was hilarious <laughs> like, how he was, yeah, sure. But I think that's what he was trying to, trying to, you know, come off as as, as angry, right. I think. But I mean, obviously, it was hilarious that he was pointing the finger at people <laughs> who didn't even vote for him. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just talking shit that he wasn't going to be able to back up yeah uh, what did of course this, of, of campaign wes uh, he never had a shot
1: of avoiding <laughs> elimination so it, yeah, was, it was hilarious
0: this this ask, i thought you know, you know what i mean like yeah yeah <laughs> um it started. Started people. There were people who were hopeful, but as soon as they, as soon as they actually had to see it, <laughs> it was... right? It was
1: very silly. But it was obviously, you know, from the start. Yes, and classic West material. You know, I enjoy that. Uh, that's part. That's that. I get joy out of watching that for sure. Me too. Um, Me too. It even if that was, you know, at some level, that was like a performance of a thing he did successfully years ago. Um, it was still a delight. I'm not sure it was as much of a delight as the trivia game, though. The trivia game, I thought, was a a a great version. You know, making it a team game. Yeah. And then there were two lines in trivia that really got me going. Um, one was before it started, Tori saying. You know, everybody hates trivia because somehow TJ ma- makes us all look dumb. <laughs> and it's like, somehow, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know these people are stupid. You stop that.
0: <laughs> um, the uh, You know who enjoyed the trivia more than you is TJ, of course. Like some all-time really. TJ cackling uh, through, through this entire game. <laughs> Like basically, anytime anyone fell in the water, like he just completely lost his shit. Um, yes, and I'm here. Yeah, for it. it's
1: it's a delight. It's one of the You know, TJ's love for trivia is part of what makes the trivia epi- uh, episode so great every year. Um, yeah. Also, Corey not knowing who Steven Spielberg is and calling him Spielberg
0: twice Spielsburg. was incredible.
1: <laughs> he's like, yup, yeah, oh, my team got that one. Steven Spielberg, Spielberg, right? Spielberg.
0: Extremely, yes. extremely Corey. But, but, extremely. Uh, but, uh, extremely Corey. Even for Corey, that one's pretty
1: incredible. To like, it's clear he's never heard the name Steven Spielberg in his life, which seems somewhat remarkable to me.
0: Yeah. So, what did you think of the elimination in in this episode? What do you think the first
1: question I wrote down when it ended is
0: um, oh that's a, a that's a good question I don't know what was the first question that you wrote down? Do we think the producers cheated? Oh, interesting. I don't think the producers cheated. I think the producers were just really wanted to point you hard in another direction, right. And the reason that I think that is because this game, like, just to not have a clock in this game at any point when they're doing the elimination, right? Not to have like a any kind of timestamp um allowed them to just sort of show it however they wanted to show it, right? And then add whatever comments they wanted to add. And it just so happened that all the comments seemed to favor Dusty Kicking Wentz's ass. Right? And everyone.
1: Everyone on that stage and everyone involved in the competition thought that Dusty had handily won. So even when TJ was like, only 37 seconds separated you, I was like, really? And then when he was like, Wes, you win, I was like, wow. Look, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm just asking the question because that does not happen very often. What we saw bananas came down to comfort him and say like you did your best it was a great career like you don't do that if you think it's on the edge at all yeah maybe he'd be standing up there going hey like that it's closer than you think you know what i mean like i don't know
0: I think I was, I mean, I guess that maybe just because I was watching from the, this, from the perspective where they're not showing any time and it's, so it's impossible to understand how these guys are doing relatively.
1: Well, right No, I'm not basing it on what we see of the competition, right? Cause to your point, like you can cut that however you want. Um, I'm basing it on every single person's reaction. Yeah. I guess people were stunned, stunned. I mean, and everyone in the ITMs was like, you know, Wes wasn't terrible, but like Dusty moved so fast. You know, like I don't know.
0: So you think they rigged it? Do you think it was rigged? I don't know. I don't know. I have more no. faith in the challenge competition. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong.
1: I, I'm, look. <laughs> I mostly agree with you like probably not this is probably probably everything's probably fine let's not panic there's there's probably nothing untoward happening here but to you know we've already made the point of what a tremendous piece of this program wes has been so far this year and if you had the choice as a producer between Dusty and Wes it is not
0: a difficult. One. Yes, but I would say the flip side of that is that you've already invested all this storyline in into pointing at Wes leaving, right? You know what I mean? Um Yeah. With all of yeah. the his kids and his motivation and the in and the top story and the, and the whatever, right? Like to have Dusty win would at least pay that off, you know what I mean? So,
1: well look, that gets paid off no matter when his his run ends, whether he loses next week or in the finals or not at all. Um, So I don't know that that matters. I think from an entertainment perspective, like Dusty sort of did his thing screaming and yelling. And um, how do I say this delicately? Uh, Gently caressing the nether regions of Johnny Bananas. Um,
0: I don't know that we needed more Dusty. We, I, I guess not, but we spent we've set some big vets home. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't Yeah, exactly. Do exactly. Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Look, you're, I mean, obviously, we're gonna th- ultimately we're gonna think it's better if the show if less is on it, but I don't know that that means that the producers rig the thing. I just don't. I think at some point no, you have again, to have competition. You know what I mean?
1: Of course, I'm not accusing anyone. I'm just I'm just saying.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: <laughs> That's All the right. thought that ran through my head. Um, that being said, fun elimination. Um, and that sort of cements, when he defects, that sort of cements the, the voting block on the blue team. And it's a brutal break for Corey in theory. Although, of course, the following week it becomes a non-issue.
0: Right. <laughs> it was not- <laughs> not, not really that type of break for Corey because Corey is nominally in the Vets Alliance, and and Vets yeah, is good, yeah. good for him. So
1: yeah, it uh, just it hurts his ability to win anything, um, or like hold any real power. Uh, but not anymore because, as we learned at the end of this last episode, individual game moving forward, and it was about time because, I'm just not sure there was any like, team based adjustment to be made that could have. Change the way that was going to go.
0: But yeah, the vets were going to keep running that game if they didn't change something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I
1: think it had to be a total format change. I don't think there was a way to, like, you know, change the rules of how the teams work to, to get it back Um, once they had defected and created that voting block. Like, they, there was no way they were going to give up power.
0: Yeah, I mean, although I think, like, like if Michaela had defected to Blue which I think she would have had given me an opportunity, right? Um, yeah. You know, and you take a veteran out of that, which she said she was gonna. Right. But keep uh, in mind, most of the people
1: who were not like the the rest of that team is still not fans of Survivor. Yeah. So, so they were still going to be I, like, I, I don't know. Well, it would have been more interesting, but um, I think still would have kept the vets pretty protected. Um, and also, more to the point, it just blue was going to dominate because they had more people and better people than the other two teams. Um, yes. So I like the great. I like the single, you know, go and do an individual game and and just the unpredictability of what it means to be in an individual game. Is something that I like.
0: It's going to be interesting. The people that are playing multiple alliances here. I feel like an yes. in individual.
1: Michelle's game. in trouble.
0: Michelle's in trouble. You know who is doing this, and I think is not in trouble somehow, right? Like I think Fessy is still going to be kind of cruising towards the final. Right. I
1: wrote. I wrote this down. Fessy is pulling like a bananas from bananas best seasons. Where he's like clearly in a good position. He's got some fingers in some different pies and he's just sitting back and letting stuff happen. He hasn't been involved in drama. He hasn't been involved in like anything that would draw attention to him. He has not been perceived as like the trigger puller on anybody. And I think
0: he's maybe drawn two balls this entire season so far.
1: Yep. And one of them was just bananas being silly. But I think people maybe when somebody with just one ball got sent in, people uh sort of curtailed the silliness a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean it can definitely happen. You know? Um so yeah, I, I
1: I think this is also the beginning of this episode is where Michaela really goes off the rails and just the whole like how dare you. I'm above you kind of behavior. It never works. You end up in elimination every time.
0: Yeah, I don't, she
1: kind of just alienated herself in a way. I don't
0: totally know what her deal is. It's weird. (laughs) Like, I don't know why she doesn't want to own that. You know, like she's the person that really like wants to come after Vets hard. Like that's it's been her position the entire game. But anytime one of the Vets says something to her, she acts like it's that's that it's not that way. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's a little weird. And the other girls in her alliance, who I think are just as just as aligned with her thought, don't fall into that trap, right? Like you don't see that happening to Chanel or Desi.
1: No, they're just not so like weirdly hostile and. And by the way, and I don't know if this you're, is related or is
0: a good way to put it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if if Desi did this on purpose or just kind of blew it. But like, okay, Fessy, technically, you didn't know what he, he was going to do. And when she voted, she didn't try to help Michaela. She burned her vote in a way that made it a no contest but like Michaela Desi was effectively the vote that sent Michaela in by not voting for the opposition who had a chance of winning. Yeah, that was a little weird. It's just weird. And look, it may not have made any difference, but you never know. And if she had tied the vote there, who's to say what Fessy does?
0: Yeah. She should have put like just, at least on the, on the, on the, on the block to eat on the spot. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And to not do that is like kind of a diss to Michaela, whether she knows it or not. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. That was weird. And, and also Michaela immediately going after Josh, even though he is like involved in that, like he's not in the room. Like it's just, it was just a weird, like ad hoc attack. Of Josh, Josh, Josh took some fire this week. He got some fire. From he Tiffany. did he got some fire from Michaela. Well, to be fair, in the Tiffany situation, he like made something about him that had nothing he, to do he with him, as she like
0: immediately pointed
1: out. Right, right. Like I, I'm with <laughs> Tiffany on that one. <laughs> She's like, bro, I literally yelled at a stage full of people. Why are you acting like I slapped you in your face? <laughs> like, I'm
0: mad, okay? I'm about to yeah. get eliminated from this game. I'm upset. Yeah, we got to fight my friend. She's probably better than me. I know. As it turns out, definitely yeah, was better than her. So.
1: Way better. And I, th- I think we could say, like, confidently, though, that T- Tiffany would not have lasted more than a week or two in an individual game
0: that's That's exactly what I was thinking it was like t- Tiffany somehow like I think because people like her a lot generally right right and she is america's America's player or whatever she's um, america's favorite and and also she doesn't like appear
1: obviously physically incapable,
0: yeah, but we just had noticed that she's dead weight she's she definitely chaff and is this absolute film. dead weight, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I'm kinda of glad to put that to rest. And we got to do that without anyone having to say, you know, Tiffany's really dead weight. <laughs> this game is kind of a layup. Right. Right. We need to trim the fat, and the fat is Tiffany. <laughs> Nobody had to say that. So, um uh, and we're getting to a point in this game where there isn't a lot of fat left, I don't think.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's some unknowns. I don't feel like I know what Chanel is physically, um, you know, as a
0: competitor. I, I think I think that's fair. I think, but, but I also think she, she looks like she might be tough. Does that make sense? She's a bit of a, question yeah, hard. she,
1: yeah. I mean, we just don't know, but, but she, does, uh, you know, she does not appear certainly to be a weak, a weak spot. Um, it's
0: hard to tell on that red team. You know what I mean? It's so, it's so dysfunctional over there. You know,
1: it is very dysfunctional. I don't think Michelle is particularly good, but she's,
0: you know, gotta say she's a good player at this point. She lasts. She's she lasts in every game that she's been that she's been in. You know what I mean? Yep. And I would say the 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 physical weakness you might be picking up on there, uh, the fact that she lasts every game in spite of that tells you that she's a pretty good player, right? So, um, I guess so. Um, I guess so. But yeah. I think these survivor girls may be ready to turn on her. So, um,
1: well. I wonder if they'll turn on
0: Michaela first. I guess we'll see. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it'll be Michaela. might. Michaela might be smart to initiate that turn. And, you know, because I think those other girls are already thinking that uh, she might be playing both sides. And they've certainly noticed that Michelle's name never seems to come up week after week after week. That is true. And uh, they did start to talk
1: about, is she playing both sides a bit? So um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. It definitely could be her. It'll be interesting to see, though, how the eliminations go now. Is it going to go to where it's like guys and girls every week? Is it going to go to, you know, guys week, girls week? Is it going to stay with the same, you know, is the individual winner going to have to name two names?
0: Because that's a lot. Yes. Do you think the the fact that it's always a girls week is a result of the vets right in this game? Because there aren't. Right. Tori is really kind of the only vet, I guess, Michelle, if she's playing, if you count her playing both sides, like there aren't a lot of girl vets, right? Most of the vets left in the game are guys now. I guess that's true. I hadn't thought much about it. But
1: yeah, I suppose you're right. Who were the other girl vets that came in the game originally? I can't even remember now. Amanda, Um, Tori.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it, right? And then those four guys?
1: Oh, no, no, jo- uh, John A. John A was a vet. John A yeah. was there. Was there another, or was it seven?
0: No, I think there were only six vets, right? Six. Oh, because
1: Fessy's not technically a vet in the right. show, I guess.
0: And Josh is yeah. a vet in the show, and Corey's not right. a vet. No, Corey is a vet, sorry. Corey is. So it's Corey, uh, Bananas, uh, Wes. Right, and then it was John A., Tori, and Amanda. Okay, right, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, by virtue of the fact that there are more sort of soft vets in 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 the guys and the fact that girls more, more of the original
0: girls have gone home and more of the soft vets are men. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those two yep. things together I mean it's mostly dudes.
1: Yeah, Um. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that, but maybe you're right. It makes sense
0: um so yeah so we'll see how that goes and if, if it then is going to continue if the vets are going to because the vets are pretty close to having the numbers to run this
1: well and what kind of what just like how the voting is structured in the new format is, is going to be a huge determining factor and my prediction would be that the producers have made it in uh, such that it's difficult for the vets to take complete control
0: yeah, I would. I would think it's gonna be interesting to see, right? Like, is there, are there gonna be two winners for each challenge, and then those two winners decide who gets those two balls? Is it gonna be one winner that decides who gets those two balls? Yep. Is there gonna be like, yeah? I mean, i will I'd be curious to see how it goes. Are, are, they gonna, are, are, they gonna split, are they gonna split them up into just sort of different random teams for each challenge? Could be a thing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And then
1: you know, just like, how does the voting? Did, is the voting still secret? How does all that work? I don't know. It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. They have turned the game on its head, and I'm, I'm ready to see it. <laughs> yep. It was about think, that time. I think right now, like, like you think about these veterans, they're going to be hard to get in the game. Like, even if you can get them into elimination, if you don't have them up against each other, like a lot of these challenges are going to have a hard time getting Fessy out. They're going to have a Correct. hard time getting less and bananas out. They're going to have a hard time, you know, Not that it's undoable, obviously. Like, those guys can all lose, but they're good. they're they're here for a reason.
1: But let's say the format is essentially the same, only with individuals, right? So, individuals who win, guy and girl, then pick two names. Individuals who lose all throw a name into the hopper, right? Um, if the vets win, two vets win, they will no longer have voting power.
0: Right, and I mean, look, it's going to depend on. And if they don't those win, those people it, who are in dual alliances, right, and whether they want to side with the vets alliance over their their show alliance or not. Exactly, you know
1: I mean? it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to individual personal relationships in each, you know, whoever the winners are, sort of thing. Um, So. I don't know. It, it it should be interesting.
0: Yeah. If I was a uh, Survivor Big Brother, I'd be looking to clean out the, the the Dual Alliance people. That that's where I would start. Yeah. Would, on I the other hand, right after Michelle and Josh first, that's what I would do. See,
1: I well maybe the one on the other team, right? I think maybe that's what you do. If you're a Survivor, you're trying to eliminate Josh.
0: Right. If you're if big your brother, big,
1: um, you're trying to eliminate Michelle. Um, and then I think actually the better move, rather than go after the other, the, you know, the double person on your team, is to try to to essentially recruit them um, to where. And then to also uh, see what I would try to do if I'm Survivor, I'm trying to dwindle Big bro- Brother to the point where I can send them join us so we can beat the vets. So I'm basically trying to eliminate the least aren't
0: you trying to do the same pretty much?
1: Right, exactly. I just picked one. But if I'm either one of those, I'm trying to diminish the other team rather than eliminate the the person who's double teaming with me and the vets, I'm just trying to create a team that makes them choose me over the vets. And I think the best yeah. way to do that is to, you know, if you eliminate a couple big brother people in a row. So, again, this really comes down to, to how it works. But if 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 I'm survivor players and I win the challenge and can name names, I can name big brother names. Um, So rather than Josh and Michelle, for instance, I do like Josh and I don't know who's on big brother. Is Chanel a big brother?
0: Uh, No, Chanel survivor.
1: Right. So it's Desi. I don't even know who's who. Desi survivor. Are they all survivor? Cuz Michaela's survivor,
0: right? I think Alyssa's Big Brother.
1: There we go. So I'm um, I'm doing Josh and Alyssa, right? And after if they both were to lose, not that they it'd be a double. I'm just saying for sake of argument. If they both were to lose, I can go to Big Brother and be like, "Listen guys, in the in the shape you're in right now, like you're done. Yeah. It's either us or the vets are gonna eliminate you. Join, Join us. us. We can beat the vets yeah. and then we <laughs> can fight later.
0: Um yeah, that might make sense. I don't know. Um <laughs> all right, we should probably uh, I'm fascinated to see if this goes. We should probably hit, hit our other culture move things. Move on, get out of here. Gotta move on. <laughs> uh I think we can go pretty fast on these, to be honest. Um okay. You want to start with Tracy Morgan because I don't have a a ton to say about Tracy Morgan. Uh, He's still Tracy Morgan, you know what I mean? Um, He is. And a special aptly aptly named comedy, you know what I mean? Like, but you're gonna get, uh, you know, Tracy Morgan saying some occasionally outrageous things and some occasionally silly things. Yeah, and
1: and and perhaps occasionally, but not. It, I don't say that in an insulting way. Some really tremendous laughs. Uh, yeah. It he will surprise you. Like, he will occasionally surprise you with intelligence or insight that he usually pretends not to have. And I enjoy those moments.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think he's in some ways from like almost the Stephen Wright tradition of like, my persona comes across as dumb, but there's a lot—I actually quite a bit—wrapped up in there. You know what I mean? I think Mitch Edberg gonna yes. be having a little of that too. You know, maybe, but he
1: is very dumb and loud and dumb, and occasionally loud and wrong. Um, and then every now and then he like hits you with a little, and you're like, oh. <laughs> um. So yeah, like there are moments in this that like, <laughs> with all with all due respect, Tracy Morgan says things that I wish nobody would say in public, right? But there are also moments uh, uh, that are outrageous and outrageously funny. Um so
0: it is exactly what you'd expect in a lot of ways. Yeah, I in a lot of ways I think the the G League was also a thing that I was expecting in a lot of ways. <laughs> um not that it wasn't I, I, an enjoyable documentary, but it was it was a lot what I thought it would be, you know what I mean? I thought it would be a little
1: deeper into the like day to day of it. I I mean, I was expecting something maybe a little more like quarterback and a little less. It's still a very sort of straightforward documentary, but like cinematic, less cinematic. Like it. Yeah. It felt <laughs> like there was a lot of like attempted character building with these characters the players and i don't it's not to say anything negative about them i think they're all interesting characters but i'm not sure it was very effective
0: Um, yeah it's like i mean they're essentially doing last chance you right at like just a higher level of competition um i guess yeah but But then there's also building is not as good as last chance you although no it's not less time to do it you know what i mean but still of course
1: no, it's still it's still just not as good. And then, like, again, with all due respect, and I get that this is part of the G League, and this is an odyssey of some players, but like, I did not expect to see Jalen Green and Scoot Henderson, um, because well, I
0: think part of that story, right? I guess,
1: but I would say this movie was like twenty percent about Scoot Henderson, and yeah. and that's a lot. And I feel like that's a story that, like, will be told plenty in other contexts. And what I would have liked more of is, like, what the day-to-day grind of the G League is like for most guys who who don't know for a fact that they're going to be multimillionaires in six months
0: or whatever. Right. Well, I mean, I think you're getting some of that with uh, the Gabe story. You know what I mean? Um... Right. I'm saying I would have liked more. I like yeah. the Gabe, Gabe
1: Gabe York is a much more appealing documentary subject to me than Scoot Henderson at this point. Like Scoot's real story will be told. I promise.
0: But yeah, I don't I found myself wanting to know more about like Luca Garza. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Any any of those guys. guys who was like clearly like a G League All-Star, right? Like he was like one of the dudes right. they got to to pick the teams at the All-Star Game or whatever. But like also clearly not like he's definitely the 15th man on the Timberwolves when he is on the Timberwolves. You
1: know, that's what I'm saying. Tell me the story of the guys who actually are headed for the bottom of the NBA from the G League. Those are the guys that I think are interesting in the context of this story that that I thought they were trying to
0: tell these Ignite guys are a facet of the league, right? So if you're trying to tell the story of the whole league, like, you want to include one of them, maybe, right? And then maybe some more. I agree, the the the, the Gabe York uh, story is, is much more compelling than the Scoot Henderson story, I think, right? Because it's like, it's such the, this is so clearly just the beginning of whatever Scoot Henderson's going to be, right? Like, there's a whole, he's got a whole NBA right. odyssey, for better or exactly. for worse, ahead of him. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Some of these guys may be reaching the end of the line, you know?
1: Right, and I guess I what I'm really saying- 'cause you're right, they're part of the league, but I guess what I'm saying is this movie in some ways felt at odds with itself to me hmm. in terms of yeah, those guys are part of the league, and if you're trying to do like a broad survey of what the league is, like fair enough, but like the way I this- sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just the way this movie, this movie is filmed and shot and edited together. It felt like you were trying to create like a more, like you said, last chance you or hoop dreamsy narrative yeah. about people and the people that are interesting in that context are not Jalen Green and Scoot Henderson.
0: Yeah. Like I thought one of the more interesting parts of the Scoot Henderson story was like that, that other guy on his team who was like, you know. Old enough to yes. be a dad, basically. <laughs> right, exactly. And then, like, going to his kids' like little league game and like signing an autographs. So just, just like the contrast of that, you know what I mean? I, like, right, I noticed and... he was driving around in a Tesla, so I, the dad, I didn't feel like dad was starving. <laughs> no, but he was,
1: he was a more again in this context the more compelling sort of film character. Yeah, um, for sure. And and so look, this wasn't bad. uh we, we both love basketball and the NBA and and it sort of had a taste of all of that and it 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 told some interesting stories in brief, but I don't feel like it came together as well as I would have hoped.
0: Did you did it make you want to watch the G League anymore? I like to catch a couple of
1: Ignite games every year, but it's uh, you know what it is, man, it's not about the quality it's the same with the the w like it's not about the quality or the storylines or anything other than time Mm. i want to watch the nba and i want to watch a lot of it (laughs) and in the summer like i'm finally getting a break from watching sports every night and so like watching the g league or the wnba on the regular is just not time. Ty- uh, whatever the word that would be like financial, but for, for time, I just can't afford
0: it. <laughs> you can't spend that time. Yeah, I I may I have a little it. more time watching WNBA than you do. Um, I mean, two kids summer. will steal steal a lot of time from you. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> two young ones for sure. Um, again, yeah, I mean, they're they're let's not. get
1: them out of the house. Yeah, get them to their teens when they never want to hang out with me, and then um, <laughs> right, and then you I'll might get into some extra things.
0: Then you might have some more WNBA. My uh, my dad's all in of WNBA, by the way. I think you think he prefers it to the to the regular association at this point. So um, I think my dad
1: kind of does too. But but to be fair, my dad has been like a girls and you know ladies basketball coach since my sister was playing in you know. AAU so um, he's Um, particularly interested
0: uh, speaking of girls let's talk about the feminist vibes of Ahsoka
1: yeah um, I wish look I enjoyed this okay because I enjoy Star Wars content and I enjoy Rosario Dawson and for that matter all the other wonderful women who are in this, which includes um What's her face with the three names that I can't think of a single one of right now. Uh uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead and also uh Natasha Lou Bordizzo, also three namer. Um I uh I wish this didn't feel so esoterically. Star Wars, if that makes sense.
0: Um, like, you like feel like just, it feels to Star Wars? Not
1: to Star Wars, just, like, it feels like I am missing a lot of information. And this is not an original thought, because a lot of people have pointed out that, like, there's a lot of just, like, reference to stuff that happens in animated series and whatnot. Oh. Um, and so, like, I don't, totally feel like i have the context for this but at the same time um it's enjoyable it's enjoyable and and once i think some of these characters are developed a little more maybe it'll be even better
0: i just um i don't know i, fe- I feel like maybe i'm starting to get the uh star wars burn in the yep. same way that i'm getting this the superhero burn but like did you watch the last season of the mandalorian did you finish it I don't think I finished it. No, I think I started, but didn't finish. Because
1: yeah. I like, do think I, it was
0: really good. I, I loved Andor. I just... Yeah. This one is so much more traditional Star Wars sword fights. Right. In, you We're know, on
1: ships all the time.
0: And Right. And just con- constantly, like... They gotta go pick up a thing, steal a thing from this other person who got the thing so that they can get the... Yep. so they can find the weakness in the... you know, like... A lot of missions. There's a lot of missions happening. I just feel like we've been here before. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot of this, you know?
1: Um, well, yeah, and I think, it, you know, to combine our points, the the lack of like, more context around some of that stuff. Like, they're talking about these things with this friend of theirs that got killed and the grand admiral who was fighting him when it happened. And like, I don't know what any of that is, which does make it sort of feel like it's just like out of star Wars, central casting kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, like I, you know, on the flip side of that, it is very star Wars. It has a very star Wars feel and, and the action is good. And, the acting is good. Like it's all the pieces are in place more or less. Um, yeah. So yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Like
0: it just feels a little uninspired to me.
1: Yeah. And, and I think, I think we're sort of responding to the same thing, to be honest. Yeah. Um.
0: So we'll see. I don't know.
1: Um. I think like maybe, maybe like the investment you want to have in this, is something that is informed by hours and hours of an animated series that neither of us watched.
0: <laughs> yeah, that may be true. That may be yeah. true. I don't feel pulled to be like, when's the next one of these coming out? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, me neither. We'll, um, we'll see if I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch time, it in a time when there's not that much happening. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. um, you know, it's not like Justified, where I'm like, when's the next one coming? You know what I mean? No, but it, but I,
1: I imagine it is the sort of thing where it's like, ah, crap, I'm out of Justifieds. Um, oh yeah, Ahsoka came out today. Maybe I'll yeah. check
0: that out. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right, let's decide some over for this week so that we can go do the things we need to do today. What do you think? Um, I think that, you know, sounds reasonable on its face. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are uh, going to watch um, Oh man, I didn't write any of this down
1: <laughs> I think it's two more Episodes of the challenge uh, for
0: Yes, one definitely thing. two more episodes Of the challenge um, And then we're going to watch Special Ops Lioness There we go, that's the word I was looking for um, On Paramount Plus Which is uh, Nicole Kidman And Zoe Saldana
1: um, And I think the name Gives you an idea of what to expect Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think a pretty heavy idea uh, oh I have uh,
1: I have some bad news for you my friend What's that? It's only one episode of the challenge We have concluded the two episodes per week portion
0: Oh no Oh CBS back to challenge. like a normal schedule or something? Perhaps uh, Two nights a week to start challenge?
1: I guess not Maybe Sunday night Uh, something new is happening
0: So it's just Thursdays now
1: Looks that way
0: I liked having a little challenge in my Sunday night diet. It was nice, yeah. Um, all right, so elsewhere in the homework, uh, we're, we're going to do "You Were So Not Invited" to buy bot mitzah, um, <laughs> which is an Adam Sandler production. But hold on, uh, you know, <laughs> occasionally, right? Like, you know, uh, you know how Adam Sandler. I
1: think that might those- be. That's about <laughs> that's like a, the most insulting thing you could say right after saying someone is producing something.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, but hold you
1: know, on I, is like that's I I realize there's no curse words or anything, but I don't think you could be more
0: cutting. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. But look, if you're thinking like this is gonna be like um I don't know, uh, parents trip. I, I or know. I know exactly this, what you, you mean. Like, I know exactly
1: what you mean. It it you painted the picture perfectly. I'm just saying, on its face, that is yeah,
0: you're right. you're is right.
1: that is wildly rude. Uh, but yeah, it it seems to be of the uh slightly higher order of Adam Sandler productions.
0: Yeah, one of will. his more serious efforts. <laughs> <If you will. laughs> yeah, although I don't think it, I think it's still a comedy, but I think it's a, it's a little more high-minded comedy. So um, yeah, and look, so I. I he does what he does on
1: a more regular basis for a very specific audience. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. And that, um, that
0: audience loves those movies. You know what I mean? It. So, they love it. They love it. So why he's not? Probably, he's probably one of the more successful Netflix. Like, I feel like collaborations. I
1: think he is uh, arguably the most successful. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and, and of the successful ones, one of the least offensive. <laughs> so eat it. Shonda Rhimes. Well, yeah, it's not her fault. I'm not blaming her. Anyway, um that's a movie that we'll watch. And I, I'm kind of excited for.
0: Me too. All right. What's the what was the third thing? You remember the third thing?
1: Um I wish I did. Does that count? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, well, I know what it was. It was a it was a threat, really. Um we said we're gonna try to go see Barbie at the theater.
0: Oh, right. Okay, we're going to try to go see Barbie at the theater. Yeah, because the other thing something?
1: we had talked about was, uh turned out doesn't come out till next week, but next week we'll check out The Changeling on Apple TV Plus, and uh, also there's um, the return of Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, end of the morning show, for that matter, which I don't know, somehow I didn't think they would try to come back but here I mean, they are
0: i i can't quit the morning show like yeah we talked about this and yet i'm still excited for another season of it.
1: <laughs> anyway that's two weeks away
0: um uh,
1: yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make a, a god's honest try at barbie next week i'm gonna see if i can sneak away while the kids are at school shirk my unpacking duties oh by the way i uh i meant to open the podcast with this but um i got distracted by our technology issues leading up to it i have a confession to make to you
0: Uh oh okay
1: yeah um it might hurt it's uh it's my birthday today well it's not gonna hurt me i'll tell you that much um you know it's my birthday today and i did not know that well i've i've told you within the last 24 hours but (laughs) nobody um I uh,
0: <laughs>
1: it's it, I don't know when your birthday is. I'm not offended. Um, it, my wife scheduled a lovely uh, gift of a birthday dinner for me at Virtue.
0: Oh, so, yeah. okay.
1: I'm going to Virtue without you, buddy. But it doesn't mean I wouldn't go again. Uh, Riot Fest weekend. We can still talk about that. Yeah, it's man, You up. live
0: in Chicago. It's fine. It's fine. I'm. You know what I mean. Yeah, I yes. just, I, you know,
1: I didn't want to go without telling you. So maybe we can talk about virtue next week too. All right, all right, that I can, uh, I can prime the pump for you.
0: I, right. I like that. I'll, I'll get my meal there someday, and it'll be okay. <laughs> all right, I think we're all set here. Uh, all right, man. Well, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. This game's in the Admiral
1: refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling.
0: So long, everybody, and do me a favor. Have yourself a tremendous evening.